Welcome to the stratosphere. <laughs> he was a trucker, she was a nail tag, slash hairdresser. <laughs> it is a condition. Stop yes. picking your nose. Why? Not Stephen! Much. What? Shh. Good. And it was going to divorce me last week. Any wonder we have his shoes, you know. <laughs> and then you got me knocked up and now we're stuck together. <laughs> Toots out. Snitches get stitches. Yo. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Episode number two. And it actually is number two because it's going to go out this time. Yeah, it's episode 2.2 because... 2.3.4 <laughs> Because, like, it was recorded and the laptop shit itself. So I've been trying to talk Rach down into letting me get a new one. Do you hear that, talk her down? Guess what's not happening? Because I will it's get, so unnecessary. I'll get my way. However, then I did some research, found out that there was a little gadget... All it is is a little connector, and we're recording on the iPad, baby. Yeah, so Whoop. how professional are we right now? Podcast awards, listen up, guys. All right, we are on our way. Oh my gosh, I can't cope with you. So, have you any topics this week to talk about? I have three here. Did you make? I made notes too. Um, I just did it there about two months ago before. Oh. <laughs> Uh, coming on because well I have zero memory of anything so every time you brought up something that really pissed me off or something happened and I was like this is ridiculous we are so talking about this you know we only have like half an hour I wrote it down <laughs> I wrote it down, wrote it down. So. so we also do have emails actually some people actually emailed true in. story fair play though and we have some questions because I put a question box on Instagram earlier can we just say one of the emails that we did receive, um, we probably can't really talk about because, you know, you could probably get sent to jail for that. Dan Bateson. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy, you're supposed to keep people anonymous. Yeah, but everybody knows Dan's a scumbag, so it's fine. You can't, you can't call, call him a scumbag. What? He's a scumbag. Right, tell me your topic. My topic. Let's go, baby. Right. So... Literally about half an hour ago, we were talking to our neighbour, Mark, and he was like, Yo, what's your hot five? What's your top five hot tub? Are you for real? That's yep. the first thing you're going to come on about. Oh, the other five like, people you'd buck in your life other than your wife? I never said buck. I said hot tub. That's the same. Being in a hot tub does not mean you have to have interrelations with anyone, okay? Interrelations. Interrelations. Is that, is that a term? I don't know. Don't care. So I looked it up and yes, it is actually a word. Park hall one, spare and nil. Try park hall. Must be about two or three now. Spare and nil. Anyway, your topic, what about five people? Five people in a hot tub. You know, I can't answer this. I don't know five people. Like, I would know five famous people. Well, I mean, when I'm watching TV shows, I'm like, make he's beautiful. Can I just say, Mary Queen of Scots? Probably not. The actual Mary Queen of Scots, because I don't know what she actually looked like. But the one from Rain, absolutely. Would you? Oh, yeah. Great. Rain's a Netflix programme, by the way, guys. So, uh, we have another three seasons to watch. Guess what Rachel's going to think about now. Uh, Liz Hurley, absolutely. Oh, you don't know who Liz Hurley is? Well... But Bedazzle, do you ever hear of the no. thing Bedazzle? Look it up there. She is hot. Right, next. Uh, don't know, Madonna, maybe? What's wrong? Don't know. <laughs> Back to how Stephen's into older women. 
how long it'll take you to figure that out. Do you know what? For you being so windy and older woman, like, yeah. I'm younger than you. I know. And you still picked me. I'm picky. We what? had a child. Stephen. Rachel. I'll shank you in your sleep. That's the best way to go, probably. Um, For so those who don't know that Stephen is actually joking, I truly am the love of his life. <laughs> As we both piss ourselves laughing. Um... Hey, admit it now, take it back. Yeah, admit it. Uh, take it back. I love you dearly. <laughs> anyway, right, I'll move on uh, with this topic because this could go into dodgy territory here. I've looked up this Hurley, really. Oh, amazing. Genuinely about 50. That's okay. I, but she doesn't look 50. Right. Can I just say? 55, mate. <sighs> what is... I'm telling you. I am telling you. I'm you telling need therapy. You, I, I was maybe 13 whenever I was saying that. You know what I mean? Bedazzled or whatever, and she came out as the devil and whatever else, blah, blah, blah. All the lads are like, oh yeah, I know what they're talking about. Anyway, we'll move on to lockdown. How's lockdown treating you, Rich? How's lockdown treating me? Yeah. Are you actually asking this question whenever I wanted to kill you for four days? Yeah. This, all... is, what, this is what the Hectic Anderson podcast is all about. Right, so guys, I'm not a precious person. I'm not, Stephen. Okay, she's not a precious person. I am not. <laughs> I am not. I don't ask for a lot of things. What are you laughing at? Whoa, whoa, what are you laughing at? Don't ask for a lot of things. Do I not? Cut do I? a grip of yourself. What do I ask a lot of? Everything. You just ask me for loads of stuff. Asking you to be at home is not a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. That's right, because we all run away. Oh, in the lorry. Right. Right. So, <laughs> right, so here's the thing. Seeing five days, it's my birthday. Three years ago, I was very sick. James was very sick. I ended up in hospital having grace. It was a little traumatic. Just, just a bit. Just a tiny bit. Two years ago, yes, I got to go with Elaine and we went and had a lovely spa day in the Galgore. Which I paid for. But... Then on my actual birthday, I then had vomit and diarrhea. Horrendous. I was very sick for days after. And I then ended up in hospital again with the children. Right? So, last year we decided, you know what? The last couple of years have been stinking. Let's go away. Went away. Had a lovely trip booked. What happened? Covid? No. You got vomit and diarrhea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you spent the entire birthday of mine booking. And I had to spend the whole trip in the room, which is fine. I was tired. I liked a little bit of rest. However, this year, what did I want? Just wanted to hang out with my husband. So I asked him to take his day off work. One day. One day I asked him to take off work and just be at home with me. Because I'm at home 99% of the time at the minute with the children on my own. And however, what did you do? Well, you see, you, you say that you asked me over a year ago to book the day off. Was it over a year ago? Well, was it two weeks ago that I was like, Stephen, have you booked that? Well, no, I didn't. But Because you did circumstance, what? Tell, you circumstances know, change. Tell everybody what you did. I I, I didn't do anything. I'm tell working. everybody where you're going. I'm working. Where? In England. When? On Thursday. Until? Saturday morning. Yeah. He's fucking clean off over my birthday. So not only is he not actually taking the day off on my birthday like I asked, but he's clearing off. And leave me on my own with our three kids who are lovely. By the way, this might sound like I don't love them with all my heart. I do. 
just a tiny little bit demanding and currently all I am is their snack bitch. Okay? So I just wanted to share that burden with someone else for one day. Alright? That's all I wanted. You have me at the weekend. Not all of the weekend and I have so much schoolwork to do. Um, doing all of my schoolwork at the weekends. Oh, you see, that's because you took on too much. <sighs> anyway, so my, I actually have... So in, how's lockdown going, was your question? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. So lockdown's clearly not going well for you. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> lockdown's well for Stephen, who's so, getting to disappear off in the lorry? Well, you see, Rizal always says that I get to disappear off in the lorry. I am, like, at work. It's not like I'm on holiday. Are you kidding me? I'm telling you right this second, I give anything, anything. To be at work, so please, this is a cry what for help. Say? This is an SOS call, SOS, please. Can anybody give me a job until I'm assuming it's going to be after Easter now by the looks of it? Help, help me. Can I just say, though, I did have your birthday down as a topic, but seeing you've already brought it up, it's a and it's a, it's completely I, I can't, can't blew it out of the water there. Um, though I'm I, not even normally like. I'm not like that. I just wanted, I just wanted an easy day on my birthday. An easy day, you know. Your kids will bring you breakfast in bed. It'll probably be like the oldest one is five. Yeah. You don't like, even bring me breakfast in bed. I have brought you breakfast in bed before. Okay, toast that I had to beg for is not you bringing me breakfast in bed. I'm pretty sure I brought you like a McDonald's and stuff in bed. That is not. That is coffee. That is breakfast in bed. Yeah, I want. Turkey rashers, avocado. Turkey rashers, not avocado. 100% poached eggs. Well, you'll have to wait to Saturday this year. <laughs> I swear, really. Um, You're dead, mate. Yeah, so what about the topics have you got there, Rich? What else have you got on your phone? Uh, well, work, which you've covered, lockdown <laughs> and birthday, all under that one there, so. Um, <laughs> Shank, stab, shave. They're my three words to cover your three topics. That's how I feel about you. Okay, let's see um, what your topics were. Right, so you've already brought up that we were watching Rain, okay? Oh, Rain, guys, by the way. Oh, Get on it. Creepy thing that we need to discuss. The creepy thing? Yeah. So, at the start, I think it was like in the first couple of episodes, what is with them watching the conservation? Oh, I was, th- oh, yes, yes, yes. I, oh, somebody else was talking about this. Like, how weird would it be? If, right, you walk down the aisle, you go, right, I'm prepared, to spend, you. I'm, you prepared to, I'm prepared to spend the rest of my life with you, though your man and dad literally have to watch the first 35 seconds of you consummating your marriage. Because that's literally always going to last, let's face it, when you. your virtue is intact. When your virtue is intact. <laughs> um, so, like, what is that all about? Could you imagine, my gosh, you'd have a stroke if your man and dad even heard a squeak of the bed move? <laughs> It makes me want to vomit right now. Although, do you know what, right? In our house, things were a little... <laughs> Stephen's face right now, he's not sure what I'm going to say. In our house, things were a little more open. And for... A little? Yeah, okay. A, lo- a lot more open than what they were in Stephen's house. And um, there's this one... <laughs> so, I'm one of seven. And there's six girls and one boy. And one <laughs> one day, or evening, should I say, that... One of my sisters, I'm not going to be horrible, one of my sisters was having um, sex and my mum and dad, whenever it ended, stood at the bottom of the stairs and gave them a round of applause. <laughs> uh, and another time, another time, my mum 
and dad's trying to upstairs that um that they should put a pillow over her face. I just wanna like scream out her name. That's funny. <laughs> no. Um uh, yeah. But so it's just very different. So whilst but we were brought up in a home where like if you did it at home, then like it's better to be doing stuff in front. Not in front. Well not in front. I don't mean it like in front like rain. I just mean to not hide. It just things were a lot more open. Yeah, you know I, I can't do that, no. No. That's why you're full of shame. I'm not full of shame. Kidding me? I'm not full of shame. <coughs> Drama. <coughs> Choked on that one. <laughs> the only thing you'll be choking on. <laughs> did you get that? Taster, From yeah. the little taster. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And do you know what also that reminds me of though? My sisters and how I'm a mum. <laughs> And how much inappropriate stuff there is between you and my family and my sisters. None of this stuff ever happens with your family. You know, you're right. I do not want to talk about sex with my sisters. Thanks. <laughs> okay, talk about it with your sisters. No problem. Why are you so awkward with your family? It's not about being awkward. I just don't. I just don't know. It's just weird. I don't know. It's not weird between your family, but it's, and it's not weird between my family because we just don't talk about it. So it's not weird. Yeah, so it's just not something that was talked about freely in my house. Maybe that's why I talk about it so much now. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bob, tell everybody what you did. Oh my gosh, Stephen's face, because honestly, there's so much. But what you did to um, Laura whenever you thought it was me. Oh. Well, uh, which well, time? I was going to say which time. But the first yeah, time. The first time. So, Rachel. Can I just say? Me and Laura do not look that much alike. I don't look like any of my sisters. Well, at the time, obviously things were new and fresh and lovely. And, you know, I wasn't obviously looking at your arse an awful lot at the time. So when I walked into the house, Rachel was making dinner. And uh, well, she was supposed to be making dinner, but she went upstairs to get dressed and wait on. Or, and I came in through the back door and it turned out it was Laura who was stirring the spuds or doing whatever and uh, I walked up and just gently kissed her on the back of the neck hands on the hips kissed her back of the neck and we stepped back and Laura turned around and had a log in my pants and then she said to him that was really tender that was really lovely but I don't think it was meant for me no it definitely was not meant for her <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it though um, but no I, I, I shit myself it was awful I had such a red face for a week. And literally, nearly 10 years later, you're still fully getting the fist taken out of your forehead. Still getting the fist taken out of your What other wee moments and incidents could we talk about there, Rachel? Any other incidents? I don't know what one you're implying. Oh, I don't know. There's that many. Your family are lovely okay. and I love them dearly. I really what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what other one are you talking about? Well, there's the breast milk incident. Oh, with or my brother-in-law. Watching Amy run down the stairs naked. Yep, there's that. So there's almost losing my fist inside your sister. <laughs> which is the same sister that I kissed the back of the neck. <laughs> oh. Now, this sounds brittle, but... It's that... just brittle because it is brittle. <laughs> yeah, it is. So... <laughs> you can explain that. I just... I'm so reminiscent. I, it's so funny. So... 
Um, my sister and her husband, and mostly Stephen, I didn't really get involved a lot to be honest, um, used to prank each other all the time back and forward and they used to try and fart in each other's faces and um, Stephen would fart on them and they'd try and fart back and whatever else. And after, but can I just say, Laura wasn't really a part of it much it was up till that point. <laughs> she was well and truly introduced. <laughs> Introducted? That's not introduced. Introduced. To you. Inducted. Inducted. Is the word I wanted. But we had not long moved into our new house and we were trying out the new sofa and whatever else. I'd even sat back on the sofa and we honestly we'd there was something on TV about how you lit farts. So we were like, right, cool, okay, let's give this a go. So we did this. Then this proceeded to um even farting on Stephen's face and Stephen farting on his face and whatever else. Whenever they were sleeping, so this joke carried on. Now, Laura then, we've obviously, we were just finishing moving, like actually moving, so everyone was exhausted. Laura lay on our sofa, fell asleep. <laughs> well, Stephen thought she'd fallen asleep. And um, he farted over her face. So that was fine, <laughs> over the arm of the sofa. Then a little while later. So a little while later, I fell asleep on the sofa. <laughs> which all sounds great and innocent and all and it was fine and then I just I don't know I must have sort of half woke up to like a shadow over my face where Laura decided to squat <laughs> over Stephen's face yeah and let one rip right so me thinking oh this is Aiden I went in to grab ball so I put my hand up to like to like grab his nuts and squeeze his nuts <laughs> Sounds awful. Like. I can't just my drink. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I didn't feel any nuts. Um, uh, so I brought my hand down. I was like, okay, I'll go a bit further forward this time. So we went in for a second fist. <laughs> I went in for a second. Oh, my sister. <laughs> I opened my eye. And have you ever seen a dog having a dump? Right? What? But then you call the dog and it turns around. Well, that's all I seen was like. Referring to my sister no. as a dog. No, no, no. But you like, better hope they don't listen. I don't think they have listened to the first They probably one. haven't. But if like if you imagine a dog taking a dump and you call its name and it, you know where it just spins its head around but it's still squatting. Well, that was Laura and her face was a picture. And then obviously to my horror, finding out it was actually Laura. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we have issues. Absolutely. And then what happened was so. We got, anyway, so that was you getting Laura back. Then Laura did something else on you. I don't even remember what it was. can't remember. But then we were to get Laura back. So I then had had, so we moved in before we had Lily. Then after we had Lily, um, so it was a few weeks later, we were in um, a mom's house. And at that stage, so I initially thought whenever you were breastfeeding that your milk was just going to come out like out these two wee holes just out the front of your nipple. Look, I don't know what, I don't know. I've never, I've never seen it before. Nobody ever talks about it and nobody's ever going to show you the flipping nipple, so I have no clue. So after I started breastfeeding, when my milk came in, it came out like a shower head. That's actually how it comes out. Everything's unbelievable. It comes out like all of these wee jets. Genuinely mesmerised. So I couldn't stop talking about this with my mum and my sisters. And Aidan said to me, I swear on my life, if I ever see that, I'm, <laughs> I'll be raging. <laughs> so... So cute. Me and Laura hatched a plan 
glad that whenever Aiden can be quite sarky, my brother-in-law is so sarky, hilariously, but so cheeky sometimes that I was like, I'm so gonna get you back for being such a tube. And we hatched this plan and I snuck in and we were chatting away and whatever else and I went over and pretended to be at um the the chargers in the corner of Mama's living room. Laura started videoing, I turned around, <laughs> whipped whipped my boob out, started squeezing away in the C shape that you're supposed to do on your nipple to have express all over the back of Aiden's head. But well, you know what? What's the best bit, Stephen? He's bald. <laughs> and I, but I didn't realise for like, it must be at least a couple of seconds. So he was sitting there like, there's something dripping on me. <laughs> and like, oh. Everyone in the room. So I did this in front of the whole room. Oh, we were patient ourselves. Aiden was like, what the fuck? Honestly, <laughs> it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And Laura caught it on video and it was actually amazing. But then our, our phones crashed and we lost it. But Can we just say also, if you are a breastfeeding mother and you don't like someone, that is the best thing to do. Or put it in someone's tea when you're making or tea. Or put it in someone's tea. You know, you have to put sugar on it and everything. No, he's tasted the milk, I've not. I, I never tasted my milk. Did you not? No, I didn't. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. No, you didn't. Tell the truth, my dog. Yeah, I, I secretly, whenever Lily was finished, I went in. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you I, remember? To, to finish it up. Do you know what we're going to I know what you're going to say. <laughs> How far is too far, people? Is this too, is this too far? It's just. <coughs> I don't know. Parents listening. <laughs> They didn't care about your mum and dad listening. Sure, they didn't listen anyway. How do you know? You Maybe they just listen in secret. Aye, so, like, we were uh, on the job. Look at him! Oh my gosh, you can't see right now, but it's I swear on my life, this boy's being his favourite. Not beetroot, I'm just like, oh, what's the best way to talk about it? <laughs> Aye, so we were having relations. <laughs> so we were. And as. You get a bit more vigorous in the relation making. Right. Why are you so beetroot? I don't know. I'm not beetroot. Stephen, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, telling you now, your face is scarlet. I so. just don't know how to like, be like... Your mum and dad aren't even in the room. I know. I'm not talking about it. I don't care about that. Alright, Billy Big Balls. I'm to be like, oh, and one of our kids is awake now too. So we had to pause and go and sort out the kids and come back, um, which to you is no suspense, but to us has been like 15 minutes of knowing where we left pause on the podcast. But what happened was I... She must have threw about five gallon around me. <laughs> so I bent down to give Stephen a kiss and I was like, Stephen, why are you so wet? I was like, your face is so good. And I was like, what's wrong? He's like... Yeah, you've been spraying with milk for like the last 15 minutes. I'm so glad you said 15 minutes, sir, because it makes me sound like a champion. <laughs> you. <laughs> so now that we've shared far too much in the number two podcast, uh, let's move on to some questions from the lovely listeners. Strange, I know people actually listen to this shit. Right, so I've got questions on Instagram and there's questions from email. Where would you like to start? Go to the email, sure. Email. 
Okay, then we will go Emil first. So how many children did you want to have and are you happy with what you have now? How awful does that sound? Are you happy with what you've got? Really difficult question. Do you know how many people can't have kids? Are you happy? I was like, what? Um, I, I met a kid I grew up in a house with three siblings, or two siblings um, so I thought that was perfectly fine um, that's what I wanted perfectly fine that's what I wanted I wanted three and then <coughs> Lily came along she was it was a surprise it was a surprise to but everyone. I mean <laughs> <are> you, <laughs> well, I mean well, I don't really know what you expect when you have sex outside of marriage and don't wear a coat so kids out there listening, if you don't want to have a baby, don't practice having a baby. <laughs> Do not practice having a baby. That's, don't worry about raincoats. Don't worry about it. Don't, just don't do it. Abstinence do is how, that's just how we're going forward. Watch rain. I know we've mentioned rain quite a lot in this here, but like the priest checks for your virtue. So yeah, that needs to be intact. Unless though, starting our family was not how I expected or ever thought or planned. Well, what do you expect? You have sex, you have a baby. That's the start of your family. I mean that I wanted to be married first. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what that's, I mean. That's, uh, that's, uh, yeah. No, you're right. What? That is, that, you know, but that's such a societal way to do things. So it's such a societal... Like, we knew that we were going to get married and all that jazz. Well, you wanted to marry me. Like, I didn't want to marry you. <laughs> what? Stop that now. You you proposed to me. I did. Four days before we found out we were having Lily. I did. On the Saturday night. Oh, tell people that story. Well, we're talking about our kids right now. Talking about our kids. Okay, yeah. So, then, we had Lily. We got married after. Um... And then we wanted to have children, like, is quite quickly, how you'd put it? Uh, I said been quite quickly for a little bit, but always wanted. Like, you wanted a football team whenever yeah. you were younger. I, but and I grew up. And then had a child. And I, then you were like, oh my word, my is on fire here. I was like, oh my gosh, my <laughs> life, what were we thinking? My nipples were in bits, my bits were in bits. And I was like, people do this again. I know. But I grew up with loads of us. So you had three, but I grew up in a house with seven. And then every other person that was took in in our house as well. So our house was always super busy. Mm. So yeah, I did did want that. So then we tried to have, we tried to get pregnant again after Lily. Yeah, and it failed. Whoa, I wouldn't, it didn't fail. Well, it wasn't viable, it didn't happen. Well, it didn't no. happen, it just happened and then it was, it was lost. So, we had a couple of losses in there. And are you clear, clearly over your trauma there as you can't even say the word? I, I, that's not the traumatic part of my life. Right well, no. So, so. We, we were very lucky to be able to get pregnant again. And then we had um, three losses between Lily and James. And, which sounds crazy, because Lily and James, there is only 20 months between them. But we were able to get pregnant quite quickly. And then we just kept miscarrying at like seven and eight weeks. And actually, um, we miscarried the day after our wedding. And we didn't talk about it ever or tell 
anybody ever and it was like just the whole world right now <laughs> well yeah but it just it is such a taboo thing so know what we expected and what we thought was going to happen every time was not and then we were pregnant with James and then James came at 28 weeks surprisingly early and like nothing prepares you for that like the moment that the doctor or nurse turns to you and says we're taking this out of your hands right now and it's the safest thing to do and you're like what's going to happen here you're it's i know but you know naively i thought okay like do you remember i said it's okay though Stephen, because like this is the start of the last trimester so we're going to be fine like i'm going to be fine the baby's going to be fine it's going to be fine and I was trying to reassure Stephen, and in reassuring Stephen, I looked at the doctors and was like, isn't that right? Like, we're both going to be fine, isn't that right? And then they were like, well... You're in for the worst three months of your effing life. Well, no, that's not what they said, but they did no, say... No, they didn't say that, but that's basically what They did say, we don't make promises, um, and we will do our best to keep everybody alive. And I was what the fuck <laughs> is happening? <laughs> And then it was a little bit crazy. For the next five years. <laughs> Forever and ever, amen. <laughs> no, but I mean, I definitely, after James was not planning, um, like, any more children anytime soon, were you? Absolutely not. And but again, what did we do? We practiced having babies and expected there not to be a baby. You yeah, know, like... I remember the moment that everybody slagged the life out of me for liking the Jurex advert on Facebook. And oh, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. like everybody was messaging me and all and being like, <laughs> that's ironic, isn't it? <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, that was funny. And then, and then, all of a sudden, Rachel starts being sick. And I'm like, oh, I remember this. I was like, oh no, oh. <laughs> Do you oh. remember I was working? I was doing, well, the smell, the smell of the acrylic, the monomer liquid, oh, was turning me and hairspray was turning me and I was like, what is going on? Genuinely thought I was just being really sick with migraines because I do be like that. And I kept saying to clients, I feel so unwell. I said to my friend, I really don't feel very right. Like I feel very sick. And I was in the toilet being sick. And when I came out, Stephen was in the kitchen and... I was like, are you pregnant? <laughs> and Rachel was like, no way I'm not. No way I'm not. I'm not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. And I was like, oh, we need a test. Like, so I was like, in the car now. I was like, we've only got one. I was like, let's go. I, I didn't go because I was very sure that you were wrong. So there's Steve-O running down to Tesco's to grab the dearest effing pregnancy test I've ever seen in my life. The clear blue one, the one that says pregnant or not because I can't read signs <laughs> <laughs> that's reassuring as a lorry driver uh, oh I know I know um, oh my gosh and then it said so I made Stephen I paid all that and I made Stephen wait and hold it no you threw it at okay, me okay yeah and no you I were like here take this and I was like <laughs> yeah well so I stood and stared at it and you ever hear this expression a, 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 a watched kettle never boils well I'll tell you I never in my life thought that was ever going to fucking change <laughs> and then it said three plus weeks but we really knew that that was more because with, when we found out we were pregnant with Lily we were just in absolute dismay and I read the entire leaflet at the time so I knew that three plus weeks really meant five plus weeks and 
that's the maximum it goes to, so you could be anything. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the moment where you're allowed to be honest? What? Like, at that moment, and, and how you actually felt. Me like, or you? Well, 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 I know how I felt, because this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know whether I can be honest or not, because people would be like, oh, you should back. But well, I currently was, it's just me and you in the living room yeah. talking to a microphone, and no one could yeah, listen to this. when the stratosphere... <laughs> when the stratosphere finds out that they'd be like, oh my word, like people can't have kids, and you were like, oh, we can't do this again. And I was like, I was genuine in how I felt. I was like... I can't go through this again. And then the doctors were all like, oh, the, the chance of it happening again is, what was it? like?" Oh, gosh, I don't remember. It was high, like. What was high? Oh, it was it a was low, low chance. Meaning. It was a low chance of it happening again. Equally, though, you were living in trauma and fear at the time. James was still in hospital, oh. like, 80% of the time. Oh, yeah. No, like, looking back now, would I change, Grace? Uh, no, absolutely not. Did Maybe I, make her behave a little tiny bit better currently. Did I want her when we conceived her? Whoa. No, no, no. What? No, 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 no. But necessary. Like we've already explained that we didn't want any more kids necessarily after James came because I, of the trauma. I don't know that want is the right word. I think. Mm, what's the word I want? Were you ready? Would you have ever been oh, emotionally I don't think ready? I, I don't, no, I never would have been ready. No, and that's I, what I'm saying. I wouldn't turn it back now. But at the time, I was. I felt really bad I felt like oh my goodness I'm like I can't live this again and then Grace came a week earlier than James at 27 and she was like surprise bitches making my entrance oh, Grace ruined a really good night out <laughs> I just I say? was my brother's um, uh, stag yeah so I had worked all day that like really early that morning came back and like was ready to go out we went for an Indian meal we were having drinks we were loving life nobody phoned me to tell me that Rachel was in serious pain they phoned Rachel's dad no, I, yeah well I James was in hospital because that was where we were the yes. story of our life that's just what we were doing at the time and he was not having the best of time and then I just remember feeling very unwell and I was like mm, my tummy's a little bit sore mm, don't feel quite right and I had already collapsed in the ward the week before and the ward is next door to the antenatal ward in the hospital. And they sent me there. Blood pressure was really low, so I suspected that was the issue. I wasn't feeling fantastic. So I'd asked for paracetamol. Turns out you can't have any in the hospital when you're not a patient. <laughs> and there's still in the shop. So I went home to get some paracetamol, thinking the consultant had like explained that it might have just been scar pain because I'd already had an emergency section like a few months before. <laughs> um, and yeah, I went home to have a bath. And I was like, oh, this doesn't feel right. So I left the hospital to go back home and then have a massive bleed <laughs> to have to rush back to the hospital. I'm laughing. I don't even know why I'm laughing. <laughs> laughing Fear. is that coping <laughs> mechanism that everybody has. Hearing it in my voice. <laughs> it was horrific. I phoned. I don't, I don't even remember if I phoned my mum. I don't know. I don't know. I just remember speaking to my sister, Amy, and being like, you need to get here now. And she was like, okay. And I'm like, Im- immediately. <laughs> right now. It was awful. This took, I don't know how we got to this very serious turn already. Because someone asked us about our kids. Yeah. Guys, do you not know we're fucking crazy? Don't ask us about our kids. Yeah. Like, this is like three years of on-build trauma coming out right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, so, like, I was out. 
and uh, like Rachel's dad, brother-in-laws, all out like loving life, having beers, shots, like and Rachel was in the hospital, like not loving life. Um, so I came to the hospital a little bit worse for wear. Like I wasn't like stinking drunk, but I was not sober. You were a uh, little. You were a little bit tipsy. You you were fully aware of what was happening. Oh no, I was fully aware of what was happening, but because the alcohol had took place and the fact that I'd been up for like. 19 hours at that point I was like I fell asleep in the corner on a camp bed he just (laughs) right do you know why I had a camp bed because this bloody bell end sat beside me on the bed leaning over me right so obviously they suspected at this point that it was looking like a placental abruption again which is what had happened with James so they were trying to give me all the drugs and the drips and whatever else I'd only had um, a vest top on, no bra, no nothing. So I had all these leads everywhere. My chest was exposed. Stephen slumped over my chest, drooling. <laughs> drooling on me. So yeah, the nurse came in. She was like, you're a fucking disgrace. Get in that corner and lie down. And I was like, okay. That's basically what she said. She was like, I'll get you a bed. Yeah, so, so I lay in the corner and literally snore my brains out all night while Rachel was in serious amounts of pain. Um, and and then do you know what he kept the entire night I was having contractions every five minutes and this went on for like 13 hours while Stephen sat with his crack out hanging over a cupboard my crack was hanging out actually. snoring farting and the nurse honestly the midwife was like is he always like does he does he always snore like that I was like mate you have no idea and every now and again he kind of rocked up and was like oh, oh, And then the morning time came and this knob walked in and I was like, with, with his files and his notes and stuff and uh, I, oh, it was awful. <laughs> it was so bad. Like he came in and he was like, oh here, I see you have um, a, a history of depression. This was not obviously to me, this was to Rachel. <laughs> 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 oh, it's, it's, sorry, it's Rachel, that's crazy, not and me. <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, see, are you sure? What you're feeling isn't based on your fit on on your past. on your head. He was like, on "Are you sure that what you are, are you sure that you're um not experiencing a pain of a three and your 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 head is you're maybe telling you that it's a pain of a ten? So I looked up and I was so angry. And I was like, "Oh, sir, excuse me, mate. Is the blood coming from my vagina? Flipping a myth or what?" <laughs> I, yeah, and he was sort of. I think it was about, I took it back, but my reaction probably wasn't the best, to be honest. Oh, would you it have was a, justified. Would you have a temper? Me? No. Right, okay. I do not have a temper issue. Cool. So Stephen then pipes up, excuse me, sir, what did you say to my wife? And the doctor replied, well, excuse me, sir, have you been drinking? Talk about being stroked. Yeah, well, I know, but like, I, what had happened during the night, though, had been like, you know, people had came to us, and uh, or, or during the morning, sorry, people had came to us and said, you know, about how, like, no, there's no chance of it being a percentile abruption, and, oh, this thing happening twice can't happen, and, and I'm like, hold on a minute here. I was like, this is exactly what happened with our son, James, and I'm like, you know, it says there's big posters on the wall everywhere in there saying, you know your body, you know your baby, you know whatever, and I was like, you need to listen to us, because you, yeah. you this is... It was really scary. It was really scary, and... Like the, the I want I said I wanted a second opinion on on the person the, the nurse uh, the nurse was a little bit 
how do you say it? Like, sort of, obviously she didn't want to think that it was a planet of abortion. And I said, look, go get the notes and read them. And she went and read the notes to be fair to her. And well, came they, back asked, in. they went and asked for James's, James's uh, yeah, notes. Yeah, I told then. them to go and get James's notes and came back in, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, but that's when she advised that you should go home and have a shower. Go home and have a shower because nothing's happening here. And freshen <laughs> yourself up. So, lo and behold. Steve was in the shower, loving life, can I just say, singing away to myself. And 12 minutes after that, Grace was literally ripped out of me. <laughs> And I was on my own, and you weren't there. Not for want, by the way. Like, I don't say that for want. It was just horrible. And you know what? Do you know who was there? Joyce. And I genuinely don't know what I... It was horrendous. And I have just never been so glad that there was someone that I knew in that theatre. Because, and then, after you... They let my mum in because you, they still hadn't got a hold of you because you were in the shower. And then I remember you arriving after my mum and you asked, well, what do we have? What do we? And I said, it's a girl. And I could not tell you if she was alive or not because... Mm, that was extremely stressful. Yeah. I. They were busy saving her life, but I was just forgot to let... <laughs> To be let no loan, is that right? So I knew initially that, that she was okay and whatever else, but then at that moment when I was just, there was no beds, there was no rooms, there was no space, so it was just in a corridor thing with the curtain round, do you remember? Mm-hmm. Wherever that was. And outside theatre. Was it just outside theatre? And just lying for, I don't know how long, wondering whether Grace was alive or not. And then at that moment, and you're torn between whether... Do you stay with Rach or do you go and try and find your daughter that you haven't met yet? You know, that is being whisked away somewhere to try and help her. Whew. Memories coming back here. F. And you can't see, but Stephen's crying because... I'm not crying. He's a mess. I'm not crying. I'm a mess. Once we hit pause here, guys, we'll probably have to take a moment here and go... Why are we even talking about this? This is supposed to no be idea. funny. Don't ask that question to <laughs> To be fair, they don't actually know about our kids. And oh, okay. So well, they probably... That's fair enough. So you know why you're growing old now. It was a little stressful after that, and it's been a little stressful since. But do you know what? Like, look now, like James and Grace. There's ten months between them because Grace came early, and um, oh my gosh, they are so cute. It is hard work, but so worth it. And literally, within half an hour of Stephen arriving, he was told he was getting a snip, and we were not having any more children. Yep, so that was the decision made for us, basically, after that. I was like, I'm definitely 100% not doing that again. Right, that got awfully heavy, awfully fast, I feel. So, lighten her back up. One of your friends asked on Facebook, red sauce or brown sauce? See, no, it's a tricky question. Oh my gosh, do not take this to the pits of despair either. If you're having a bacon buddy, 100% brown. brown sauce. 100% brown. Fish fingers. Fish fingers. Red. red. Has to be. Chippy. Yeah. Red. Neither. No, a wee chip dip. Chip dip garlic. From the chippy. Or uh, sriracha. Pipe down, see you in your sriracha. Sriracha! <laughs> Favourite takeout? 
fair bit of it. I think it's Chinese, like. Is it? I it's, love pizza. It's a show, kebab, pizza, Chinese, I mean, KFC, to be fair, Indian. Look at this one. Chippy. I mean, it's hard to beat an arcade. You know what? And see, the chippy. Now I know there might be a few people here listening to this podcast are on the posh end of the scale, and they like to go to the chippy. But I just couldn't afford seventeen thousand pounds for a fish supper. How do you find time for each other with three littles and busy work schedules? <laughs> we, we don't. don't. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. We're literally sitting here now recording the podcast. It is half ten, ten o'clock at night. Yep. And. We like to watch TV at night, so um, that, you that guys... Is, we have, to be fair, right? Now, don't even start your slabbery thing. Like, we decided, we sat down and we decided that it was time for you to come home and stop working in England so that we could have more relationship together and that the children could have their dad at home. So we did make active, we did take active steps. Yeah. Love that part of my life right now. <laughs> Such a good choice. Um, As no. he's fucking off over my birthday this weekend. <laughs> Sorry, have we not talked about this? Yeah. Sometimes, yes, sometimes the job will take you away. Bill, shit. You, you it's can, part of the job. I. You can say no, and you know what? Okay, fine. You have your opinion. I'll have mine. That's the diplomatic marriage that we have. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, all diplomatic and our marriage. <laughs> And just like that, we have talked crap for another episode. Yeah, that's it for another episode. Thanks very much for coming along and tuning in. If you did. <laughs> if you did, if you bored coming back. If you made it this far. And we just want to say thank you very much to our baby Belle in Lanzarote, Nicole. The absolute legend that she is pulled us out of a hole because our technology just would not work and is not compatible, basically. So if you're doing a podcast, head up NEB Productions. <laughs> She'll sort you out. So don't forget, if you want to email us at hectichendersons, that's with an extra S, at gmail.com for any questions. Well, please just give us something because that would be highly entertaining. And a little bit of feedback too. If you like it, let us know. Because that feeds my ego. Because Stephen needs his little ego stroked <laughs> and his back padded. Absolutely. Right, guys, see you. Bye. Bye. Tight, tight. Stitches get stitches. Yo. <laughs>